Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Lent. Lent. It's a week away. It's a week away, so I have to ask, have you thought about Lent? You yourself, thinking about Lent, what you're going to do, Maybe what you're going to add or what you're not going to do. And have you given it much thought? What do you have going on during Lent? What do you think God is calling you to do? And then (laughs) sit with God and ask him what he wants you to do. Lord, what is it that you want me to do for Lent? Do I add something to my life? Do I go visit people at the hospital? Do I volunteer at my parish? Do I help people in my family? Do I call a new person every week? Do I take a new person out to lunch every week? Do I sit for an extra hour each week in adoration, Lord, with you? Those are adding things, adding good things. Maybe it's one more mass. Maybe it's reconciliation every single week, right before Mass, so that when you receive Jesus on Sunday, if that's the only time that you can go see him, you're as pure as snow. (laughs) And I'm looking at a ton of snow, I have to say. We've gotten hit with so much snow over these past few weeks, it's insanity. I was out with a snowblower, and again, I know, I'm not complaining. As a matter of fact, snowblower, I pulled it out of the garage. So yes, my car's in a garage, and we have a snowblower. Totally blessed. Look inside, there's gas. Even more blessed. And then I start that thing up, even happier, because I'm not the one that usually gets that 
pull thing to start, whether it's a lawnmower or a snow blower. <laughs> and yes, we have a lawnmower. Okay, but I digress. Let's stick where we're at, which is right here in the middle of winter for me. And I was out there and it was awesome because I was just thanking God. It was super cold. My fingers, I wasn't wearing the right gloves. I found out from my husband later that night. I'm like, hey, are those gloves winter gloves? And he's like, no. And I said, I didn't think so. My fingers were numb. I mean, they were actually sore. They got probably too cold too fast. But I digress. It's those moments where we sit with God and we remember God and we have God in our list, right? In our lives. Right before this, I had a different podcast recorded. Maybe I'll use it for tomorrow. But this one I replaced because we are a week out from Lent. And I want you to sit with it first and then bring God into it. Because that is what happened to me one year. You might have heard this <laughs> on Relevant Radio just this past Monday, um, but I was sharing that I went through this laundry list and wrote down, I have to say, it has to have at least been 12 different um, 12 different things, things, things that I was going to give up, devotions that I was going to add, prayers that I was going to do, time and adoration, you know, it was like, it was a long list. And I was excited and I was getting all, you know, geeked up about it, right? Because that was my list. I've been looking at it. I've been reviewing it. And all of a sudden, the day before Lent begins... Fat Tuesday, <laughs> I hear God loud and clear. Just pick one. Just pick one. Okay, but are you sure you... Just pick one. It's probably harder to go through that list and pick one than it was to come up with that list to begin with. So God needs to be brought in because sometimes, even though we don't even know we're doing it, we could be wanting things for our own benefit. Example, I do this all the time. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to not drink alcohol. I'm going to not eat any sweets. I'm going to have one meal a day, which by the way that was the one thing that I picked last year when God had me go through that list, you know, and all of those things have a side benefit to me as a human being, right? I'm better when I don't eat sweets and junk and sugar. <clears throat> I am better, excuse me, I am better when I don't, you know, eat all day. I kind of like 
the fasting. The fasting makes my body feel better. Like I'm, I am kind of cleansing it out. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I have more time too because I don't have to think about food. Just keep flushing myself with water and then I feel a little bit more hydrated if that, if that makes sense. I don't feel as dry. <laughs> I know that sounds maybe weird to some people. Um, anyway, all that being said, God. It's all about bringing God in and then saying, Lord, maybe you come down to the final two, right? You sat down, you're like, all right, I think I got the two that I'm going to do. So you take it to God, you take it to God, you take it to God. Take it to God all week. And here's what you do. You sit down, you say, Lord, I have two decisions that I want you to weigh in on, and maybe it's neither of these, God. So I need your help because I want to do your will. I think this is maybe what you want me to do because I have brought you in to my thought process. This is what I believe you and I have been working on in our relationship. This is what I think you've been bringing up, you know, over these past months and weeks. And I think I'm ready, ready to commit to one of these two things. And Lord, here's decision number one. I am going to do X. And then you sit there and you put yourself into that decision. <clears throat> what does that mean? Well, you wake up the next day and that decision is made. What is that decision? I don't know. You know. So you start living that decision. If it's a new job or the decision was between two jobs, you get up and you go to that job, that one job. Then you think about how your day will go. Think about how you'll be when you get home. Think about the next day going to that job. Think about your weekends. Think about your evenings. Because only you know how you approach jobs. Maybe it's a decision between, I don't know, volunteering something, getting married. I don't know, whatever it is, but there's usually two choices, right? There could be a couple choices, could be three choices. But then after you sit with it, just kind of stop. Don't talk to God. This is not the time for you to do anything other than say, okay, Lord, please make it clear to me if you want me to do one of these two decisions. He's saying, I want to go through with one decision, which is X. Don't tell him if you like it. Don't tell him if it's your second one. Don't tell him if it's your first wish. Because guess what? He knows anyway. Right now, your job is to pay attention to your entire being. Remember your mind, body, soul, and spirit. So you want to focus your mind first. It's the first place we go. We say, okay, it's even better to have these conversations. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone. In adoration and sitting in front of Jesus. 
or in the church if you can. And I know that I'm mentioning stuff being open, and I know a lot of people are struggling with that, so please, my apologies to everyone if I've made you upset. Like, I can't believe you people aren't taking advantage of that when you've got it open. I'm sure that that's how some of you may feel, but remember, 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 no judgment, no comparison of yourself to anyone. Not anyone across the globe, not anyone's spiritual life, not anyone even in your very own home. You can only control you. And you should only be worried about working on you. You can waste so much time, myself included, worrying about what others think of us. Worrying about what we cannot possibly control. So what we need to do is focus on ourselves. Focus on how can we let go. How can we truly be humble, allow God to do God's work on God's time. And ask the Lord, okay, maybe this is an opportunity for us to work on these things that he's putting in front of us and we don't even see it as a challenge <laughs> we don't even see it as a look I'm giving you the answer every single day because you won't do it you won't let go you're falling into a state of depression you are not being my witness you are not trusting in my plan you have no idea what I've got up my sleeve my sleeve is pretty stinking big. Like the whole cosmos, living, breathing universe and everything in it is up his sleeve. We have no idea what he's going to do in our lives, in our local neighborhoods, in our countries, in our states, our cities, the world. All we know right now is that we're alive. <laughs> and thank you, God. And we should really look at Lent as something for the Lord, not for us. I think I went down that pathway of, of giving you an example. Um, so for me, right, it would be eat one meal a day or don't have chocolate, don't have wine, don't have something because it would always benefit me physically. Like I would lose weight, which was always like a, a inner desire, awesome, what do you want to say, um, <laughs> side effect, you know, um, and in some cases was probably more the reason why I was doing it than the actual reason why I should be doing it that type of thing. Okay. Anyway, so pray, bring God into it and keep doing it into both of the decisions, but make this a real prayerful Lent. Make it a selfless Lent. Maybe this is not a Lent about you. Maybe by you offering your sacrifice for someone else 
or some other people instead? I don't know. This is where the road can be anywhere that God leads you. So he can ask you to bring something into your life. Or he can ask you to stop doing something in your life that's not so good for you. And he could do the one-two punch of both and. I want you to stop doing this. And I want you to start doing this. (laughs) And a lot of times that's how life works, right? If you don't know, that is how you fight virtue. You fight it. Sorry. (laughs) You don't fight virtue. You want virtue. Oh, that is how you fight vice. Jeez, my brain. That is how you fight vice. And vice is fought by the opposite virtue. So if you're angry, you ask God for peace, right? You deliver the anger. You ask God to fill you with his peace. You could also ask him to fill you with your love. Maybe it's resentment more that you've got going on against someone. You just don't love them at all. You kind of hate them. Then you can deliver that spirit and ask the Lord to fill you with, with his love, his forgiveness. I mean, it really is the opposite vice, virtue. If you don't know what it is exactly, just ask the Lord <laughs> to fill you with his love, his faith, his hope, his joy. All of those are beautiful, beautiful graces from God. They're they're beautiful gifts from God. They're the cardinal virtues. And we should be living those. I always end with joy. And of course, if it's your will, Lord, right? I would say, hey, this is what I would like. I'd like a little more love, peace, and joy in my life, you know. I'd love to be able to get out there and love my neighbor more. So help me help others that are struggling through this time. I do a lot of praying for others because I know there are so many people who do not know God's peace. And I want that for everyone. Okay, I'm getting long again. I've got to get back to these 10 minutes. All right, I love you all. Pray, pray, pray for your Lenten both and, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, no pressure, no guilt. You know, this is between you and God. This is the time when you're going to be like, okay, wait a minute, I think I think I know what you're saying here, Lord. <clears throat> so listen to your body, excuse me again. Listen to your body, is it... Relaxed? Are you feeling really calm? Maybe you have a little bit of this energy floating through sort of your chest and your mind, your, but it's not anxiety. Could just be excitement. Try to see, is that coming from you? 
Is that coming from God? Is that coming from Satan? Is that anxiety? Ask God, Lord, as you're going through this, do not hesitate to ask him again and again and again. Do you want me to go in this direction? Do you want me to make this decision? This is your decision. Please help me hear clearly what you want me to do because I only want to do your will. Okay, have fun with it, <laughs> but do it. No dilly-dallying. Just because, oh, it's Wednesday, I've got a week for this. No, it may take a full week for you to truly know for sure. And I made the mistake, you know, not asking God. Up, I mean, I didn't really even ask him. I was kind of like, okay, God, are you ready? <laughs> That's kind of what I said. Like, are you ready? Because tomorrow's the day and I think I have a plan. And it was all me based, right? I think I have a I have a plan. I'm ready. Are you God? Really? What a stupid thing to say. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you to a day filled with the Lord and prayer, getting to know his voice in your life and thinking deeply about what he wants you to do for your love of him not for a punishment of you but because you love him so much you're gonna do what or what and what all right everyone i love you all have a blessed and inspired day take care <laughs>